Here we go. We are doing another episode of the I Am Possible radio show or TV and streaming live to you as well. One of the things I want to say is that today's episode is about the art of building your buyers list. And we're going to answer the kind of battle between do you build your business and grow your business through offering a free lead magnet or do you buy, grow your business by offering something for sale? and then build your buyers list because would you rather have 10,000 freebie seekers on your list in your business or would you rather have 1,000 customers? What's more valuable? So we're going to kick this off today. We're so excited to share what we're going to talk with you today. And Mia, if you could just take it away and start explaining a little bit about the art of building and growing your buyers list. Yeah, for sure. So um, there's this thing out there in online marketing today and it's not anything new. Um, but a lot of people have jumped on the bandwagon of these low ticket offer funnels. And um, you might have seen a ton of ads in your newsfeed lately um, as everybody is home now during this coronavirus uh, thing. So everybody's social distancing, they're on the internet more and they're starting to migrate their business online and sell a lot of these um, low ticket funnels. And so we've had a lot of conversation uh, lately because this is something that we also teach, right? We teach uh, micro offer funnels and how to grow and build your list with buyers instead of freebie seekers. And there's just been a lot of conversation lately about um, how much money you can make with them. And uh, so I just want, I think we need to have an honest conversation about the strategy of a low ticket funnel and where the money is actually made. So uh, that was a conversation we were having earlier and we thought this would be a great topic to talk with our audience about because we teach low ticket funnels um, we call them micro offer funnels and we have a front end product called micro offer magic, which helps you craft your product suite. Um, and I think that a lot of people have the idea that their low ticket funnel or their micro offer funnel is going to make them a ton of money. And then they are disappointed when their funnel either breaks even or um, maybe even loses them a little bit of money like ours is kind of doing right now. You know, we kind of fluctuate up and down and we make some money some days and we um, break even other days. Um, but we're not stressing out about it. And the reason why is because the money is actually made on the back end. And so um, Maria and I were talking earlier about when she was selling low ticket funnel offers in 2011, 2012, where the money was actually made. And so um, Maria, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about uh, the strategy that you used to actually make your $100,000 if you can for just a moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing is that I love the uh, once a customer's in motion, they always stay in motion, right? And I know mm -hmm. me, you've said that before as well. And, and what that means is that I didn't really know Facebook ads back then. Like, like 2012 is when I started my first Facebook ad, but in 2008, 9, 10, 11, like, what do you do, right? So I used to get other people to promote my stuff. And I actually give away 100% commissions, Mia, if you can believe that, to, to individuals to promote my front end thing, which was only $17. So I had a, here was how the structure of the funnel or micro offer funnel was, or low ticket uh, funnel, $17 front end, and then $27 offer, and then $97, all in the same time I was offering that. And I didn't make any money on that front end, but within a 14 day period, I would offer other things 
for sale. And, and it goes back to the law of consistency where uh, once someone says yes to you and buys from you, as long as you're not selling crap stuff and as long as you're giving value and you're bonding with the person. And I was using GoToWebinar at the time because back then Facebook groups I don't even think existed or weren't really used then. Yeah. So, so I would then offer them a $97 thing and a $500 thing and that would be where I would make my money in over six figures. Uh, because I had so many affiliates interested in 100% uh, commissions, actually, and this was a, probably about my fifth low ticket bundle because you have to bust your chops and learn sometimes <laughs> through the first time through, like riding a bike. But this time around, um, it was Phillies promoting it, and I was the first woman to break the record of selling $100,000 of these low-ticket items in a 25-hour period. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, it sounds amazing, but I didn't really see much of that money <laughs> because I was 100% commission on the front end. But I think the $97 one I took 50% of. Um, but what happened then is, though, within a 14-day period, I had other things to sell to those that list. And again, it's, it's, it's pure, and I know Ashley probably can talk to this about statistics. What's interesting is every time we go through this, statistically, we always see a similar percentage of conversions of the people that buy a low ticket item will buy a higher thing. So for your 1,000 buyers, you offer them something for $500, I mm-hmm. know you're going to get a certain um, conversion of, of that. So, right. so yeah. Yeah. So the strategy for a a micro offer funnel is there's four elements to it, right? And there's the front end offer, which is the low, probably like the lowest ticket item. And then you have the order bump, which is that little add on, like just add this to my order checkbox. Um, So those happen on the first step of your funnel. And then the third item is your one time offer. And then the fourth item is an upsell. And so all of those um, items, the way that the percentages shake out, you need all four of them to break even or make a profit because the cost, and Ashley can talk about this, but the cost to bring in a buying customer is relatively high, especially to cold traffic. So Ashley, what is our average cost per purchase right now? Our average cost per purchase over the past few days is anywhere from $40 to $50. So having talked about the steps of our funnel, our first step is only $27, right? So we're automatically losing money on someone if they only purchase that first step of the funnel, but where we're able to break even and like our average cart value right now is anywhere from $65 to $80. So we're making a small amount, about $20 to $25 on each purchase on a good day, right? So in order to see that big return, you need to be spending thousands of dollars every day and having the same results. But what we're looking at is really, like you said, just stocking our email list with buyers, people that we know are interested in coming again for what we're offering. Mm-hmm. So the average cost per purchase is between 40 and $50. And our average cart value at the current moment is somewhere between 65 and 80. 65 and $80. And the, we only reached that average cart value when we added in our very last offer um, into that funnel. Because when we first launched our funnel, the, um, we had the front end, the order bump, and the first upsell, but the, we didn't have the second upsell. So we launched that on Saturday, and that's what boosted up our average order value because a, a small percentage of people who buy our front end offer are going to go on to buy one or more of our upsells. And so that's what increases your average order value. So we're running traffic 
um, we're running ads to a cold audience essentially and we're growing our brand and we're growing um, our visibility. And uh, we're growing our buyers list too because we have well over 100 people now who've bought Micro Offer Magic and um, probably two to three times that who've initiated the cart. So we are growing our list um, with buyers or would-be buyers, people who at least took half the step to get there to be a buyer. And that is valuable to us um, because we know that 14 to 30 days later, we're going to run a challenge or we're going to open a cart for something that is in the like three to thousand dollar range. Um, and that's where we're going to make our money. And we, we know with some certainty that a portion of our list is going to buy because they've already bought from us and a customer in motion stays in motion. So um, back to your initial question, Maria, of is it better to have a list, like a freebie list builder versus a micro offer funnel or a low ticket funnel that brings in buyers? Um, and uh, the title of this is The Art of Growing Your Buyers List. So, of course, our answer is going to be, I th we think it's better to have a micro offer funnel, which is going to bring in your um, buyers list at a, at a lower dollar amount. So it's a micro commitment. And so we call it a micro offer. It's a micro commitment. And um, it solves one problem for them. So when you are able to solve a problem for them well, and they see the value of what they're buying, they're going to want to buy more from you, as opposed to somebody who's just going to opt into your freebie list and then immediately unsubscribe from your list because you're trying to sell them something. They're like shocked, <laughs> like, yeah. how, how dare you sell me something? <laughs> I haven't even consumed your content yet. Well, and, and you know what's interesting too, Mia, is that, um, and Ashley and Sally, I'm sure you've seen it, this applies if you're listening right now and you have a physical product, say you're on Shopify or mm -hmm. Etsy, Amazon, this really applies to physical products too, because I know that that's how I grew my yoga niche store before selling it off. So I would sell like bracelets like this, right? Hematite bracelets or, or other bracelets like shocker bracelets. And, you know, the disguise way of building a buyer's list is I would do like a free just pay shipping offer, just pay 10 bucks shipping to this bracelet. But the minute they bought that, they were offered another offer of, say, how would you like to buy two of these bracelets now for mm -hmm. 25 Then there'd be another offer. How would you like to buy a Mala necklace? So you can still use the micro offer funnel or low ticket funnel to build a physical business. And the long-term benefits of that is that typically they will be repeat buyers of physical products. Yeah. I just want to point that out because I also did, when I first started that e-commerce store, I did this contests. I also did all these free contests. So I'd have like a, a 2000 list within like two weeks, giving away some free stuff, Lululemon stuff, everything, mm -hmm. but the, because of yoga niche. Um, and what happened is that I didn't make that much money from that funnel or that marketing campaign compared to, Hey, buy my thing for $10 at, at the start. So I think that also kind of shows in, in the physical product space as well. This works so well for e-com. If you think about your e-commerce store, when somebody lands on your like Shopify site, there are so many places that they could go, right? So when I land, like when I go to jcrew.com, which sadly I think they're filing bankruptcy. I think that's why that popped into my head. <laughs> um, but anyway, when I go on like nordstromrack.com or whatever, there's so many places that I could go, right? I could go look at shoes. I could go look at pants. I could look at shirts, dresses, you know, you name it, swimsuits. 
Um, there's like, I get lost down the rabbit hole of window shopping and I add so many things to my cart. I am a like serial window shopper online. I like, I get the satisfaction by adding things to my cart and then like leaving it there. Never buy it. Never buy it. I don't have to spend the money. It feels good just to add it to the cart. But imagine if you were an e-commerce store and let's say you are a, um, a boutique store that had to close your doors right now. Um, Imagine if you ran an ad to like your best seller online. What if you created a funnel with the front end of it as your best seller? Maybe it's like um, like some fancy soap or something like that. And then you added on complimentary things as they go through the funnel. Um, and then once they've become a buyer of yours, what's that shampoo you just bought, Ashley? Uh, Function of Beauty, obsessed. It's so, so she's good. obsessed with this like shampoo that has her name on it. Um, (laughs) I don't know how you found that, but imagine you got a Facebook ad for like your, you personalized hair care and you bought this through a funnel and now you're obsessed with it. So when they send you an email, that's like, Hey, Ashley, we also have a sale on these other like beauty products. Ashley's going to be more likely to go and buy them because she experienced this one thing that she's now obsessed with that she probably could have bought through a funnel. They could have done a Facebook ad to do this as a funnel. So it works really well for e-com too, as a single entry into your, um, into your store. And then once you have them, you can sell them all these other things. You can send them coupons. You can say, we have sales on X, Y, and Z. We're um, featuring this today. And Ashley's going to be more receptive to that because she bought the shampoo and she's obsessed with it. So it works really well for e-com, um, for people who think that this is only an info product um, type of funnel. It's not. It works well in most niches. Yeah, I remember when Go ahead, oh, they actually tried to order bump me. They're like, we put a mask in your cart just in case you were interested in having a hair mask. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I love hair masks, but now I might because I love the brand so much. But they did try to order bump me. I was like, this is perfect. There you go. Yeah. And and it works. It's funny because technology-wise, if a lot of people are on Shopify, use Shopify. But it works with ClickFunnels so well. And ClickFunnels talks to Shopify. You could use a pro- program. I used to use a program called CartHook when I just would say, hey, let's test out this new store selling shoes. And within like 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 two weeks, I'd made $6,000 of sales. And the funnel was shoes on the front end for under $50. And then it would be socks that matched the shoes as the next thing to buy. And then it would be uh, a, a tote bag or a purse as the next thing to buy. So all of a sudden, yeah. someone coming in for shoes for like $49 um, buys $100 from me in that one instance because they just keep adding yeah. stuff to the cart in one funnel, one path. I guess that's... Yeah. That's the real ticket here is the one path. Yeah, I have on my whiteboard over there, funnel has only one way forward. So that is the difference between a a website and a funnel is that a funnel only has one way forward and you keep serving up whatever the next logical step is for them. I walked into Walmart yesterday. This is a beautiful thing. I walked into Walmart yesterday to buy, um, what was I buying? You know, those things that go in the wall, drywall screws. And um, right as I walk in the door, there is a display of avocados, tomatoes, limes, onions, and chips. What is today? Today is Cinco de Mayo. Yes. (laughs) So, of course, I bought all of it to make guacamole and chips because 
I was like, duh. So that is what a funnel does for you. It's a yeah, duh. It's like serving up the thing you want or you didn't even know you wanted and giving you chips because you're like, oh yeah, for sure. I need the chips too. If I'm going to make guacamole, I absolutely need chips. So um, I don't even know where I got off on this, but anyway, buyer's list, the art of growing your buyer's list. (laughs) This is what um, a low ticket funnel does for you. But I want to touch on one thing before we sign off um, because there's a lot of people in this space that are telling you that you can make a ton of money. And there's a a lot of people who, who, um, are touting their results of their, their low ticket funnel or their micro offer funnel, um, of their one funnel. And they might tell you, I made $20,000 profit in this month. I made $40,000 profit on this one funnel in this month. Um, and I think that it's an unfair disservice. So we want to set the record straight that where the money is actually made is in the back end. When Maria made all her $100,000 in 25 hours, it happened in the back end. And that's something that we, we can teach you how to do. Um, we have a strategy for that. The funnel, the micro offer funnel is the vehicle that gets your, builds your buyer's list for you for free um, or little or no cost to you. The real money is made that 14 to 30 days later in the back end um, when you upsell them into your next offer, whatever that is. So, um, and we have strategies to do that too, like challenges, um, getting like doing three to five day challenges to sell them into whatever your offer is. Webinars, um, Maria has a five day cash machine um, strategy. So there are ways to bring people in, which we can teach you, but there are ways to bring people in once they're on your buyer's list to bring them into your next thing. And so I think that's mostly the, (laughs) the thing that's been on my heart and my mind lately, because a lot of people see these unicorn funnels and they get discouraged. And I think we've also experienced that at times in the last 10 days, even though we've been running our ads for 10 days only, but we all, we're human. We go through these like fluctuations and we're like, why are we not making thousands and thousands of dollars? But even, you know, and we forget that too, that the money is made in the back end over here. Um, we're building our list through our micro offer funnel for free. And we're going to make the money on the back end. That's huge. A buyer's list. You're building a buyer's list for free. Like there's no other business in the world you can do that. If you start a retail store, you got to invest all this money in your lease and employees and everything. Like, this is huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. a new lead generation tool. <laughs> it is. You know, like when um, I first started in this industry, which was not really that long ago, maybe three plus years ago, um, It was all about opt-ins, opt-ins, opt-ins. You know, you could run Facebook ads and get really cheap opt-ins, like a dollar or under. Um, The space has changed so much just in the last couple years. And um, the algorithms of things have changed so much in the last couple years that dollar leads um, just are kind of unheard of anymore. You will see people that say, I got 89 cent leads and I got, you know, dollar leads. And like, those are you know, the anomalies, it's rare to actually get that cost per lead in this day and age. And so it's even more important that you are actually making back some of your investment right away. Because if you go and spend 
$1,000 on um, lead generation a month, there's not really a guarantee that you're going to get that money back. Well, what's cool and different about running a lead generation tool, you're going to have 100 leads, you're going to expect anywhere from 1% to 3% of them to buy from you, right? A super small number. If you're growing a list of 100 buyers, you're going to expect anywhere from, you know, 6 to 12% of them to buy from you since they've already purchased from you. Yeah. So it's a big difference of percentage of who's actually going to buy from you on the back end too when you're growing those two different types of lists. And yeah. 1% counts so much to increase. Like, because if you have 100 people, buyer, 100 buyers, your back end says $1,000 to make easy numbers here. You mm -hmm. only sell 1% or 2% to cold people, that's $1,000 or $2,000 in sales. But if mm -hmm. you can sell that to 100 buyers of yours that bought something for 5 bucks or 37 bucks from you, if you get 6%, that's like $6,000 now compared to $2,000. So that's like almost, um, that is uh, triple. Triple, yeah. yeah, your your sales, your profits, everything. And I, mm -hmm. one last thing from my part, and I'm going to shut up for a second. I want to bring in the psychology of influence here too. Like Rabel Cialdini wrote this great book called The Psychology of Influence. And um, one of the laws is the law of consistency. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why these micro offer or low ticket funnels work so well, because the minute someone says yes to you for say $5 or like $37, they're more likely to say yes to you for the rest of the chain of offers you have to them and then also yes to you to your thousand dollar offer down the road yeah. so so that's i just wanted to make sure i bring that psychology aspect in as well yeah and sally is um she does our organic growth and engagement and so before we sign off Sally, I want to ask you really quickly, how, um, once we have a buyer, like how are we engaging them so that we keep them warmed for when we want to sell to them again later? Well, it has everything to do with um, emailing your list, first of all, but also creating um, a community, a mm -hmm. tribe, uh, bringing them in and, um, you know, it, it takes a life of its own. It, Facebook groups, obviously, are the number one thing to, to create, to create a community. They're free to create a group, and you, that's where you can really get them to engage and speak to you and tell, tell you what they need. Mm -hmm. You will know what to create for those back-end offers when you start listening to your people coming in and they're participating in your group. That's the, so that's, you make that's, a good point. If we don't, if you don't know what, um, or if you don't have something to sell them on the back end, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh gosh, now I have to create another offer. I don't know what to sell them. Um, you know, in, within your group and engaging in your group, your, uh, buyers will tell you what they need. Is that what you're saying, Sally? Exactly. And ask, ask, ask them. They'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we pulls out in our groups all the time. Like, where are you guys at? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People like polls. Um, in your experience, Sally, what do you find um, is more engaging, like a poll or a post where you're asking a specific question for them to comment on? We've had uh, pretty great engagement on all of those things. I think, um, you know, it's hard to say which one is more effective. I don't know. I think it's probably about even. We, we mm -hmm. do get a lot of response on both of those. I think that's why you do both, you know, you, right. get, you know, just makes sense. It makes sense to do a variety of different things while you're in your, in your community. I love it. 
I love it. So the art of growing your buyer's list um, in this day and age, especially in this uh, market where everybody is home, uh, they're not able to go to their favorite stores. They're not able to get out and exercise. And I think it will still be another, you know, couple months before we really get out into the world again. Um, so now is the time to really dig in and start working on your micro offer funnel because you will be set up for the future. You will be building your buyer's list for the future. So do it now while everybody's home and engaging online and bored out of their mind and wants to spend money anyway and has nowhere to spend it. Um, do it now. 